Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oh, what's going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 590 of Flow Wrestling Radio Live. I'm your host, Christian Piles, joined by the full-zipped Kyle Brackey and the fastest hands this side of Haunchyville, Ben Funky Askren, Ben, set to tangle? What's going on, Mr. Uh, Secrets? Well, it's not all the way done yeah. yet, but... Um, well, according to your Twitter, it's happening on March 28th. Well, there's a possibility that it happens. Oh, I have one my closer. I'm sorry, guys. There we go. Yeah, there, there we go. There, there's a possibility. Well, it didn't say... Okay. All right, so it's possible. That's so it's not a done say. deal that you're going to fight a, a Paul brother? Uh, it's not a done deal yet, but it's, you know, it's coming together. So, uh, we'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. Okay. I mean, uh, I don't want to be an alarmist here, but you got hip surgery like two weeks ago and now you're going to, you're going to box. No, it, was, it was three and a half months. You know, don't tell my doctor it's feeling great. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I've been on the mat moving around a little bit and whatnot. No pain feels Really good. I honestly like, dude. It took all my back pain away. It's it's so nice. It's so it's yeah. It's great. Well, we're very happy about that. Um, it was a, it was a interesting surprise to see the, the tweets start popping up about you and potential boxing. I mean, yeah. you said you were gonna you were gonna compete again. I didn't realize it would be in a in a boxing. I didn't realize match, that either. But... I had no idea. I just want, I really just want to <laughs> wrestle. To be honest, is there any chance? In a, in a hypothetical world, things aren't going well. You just fire off a double egg real quick. Just one good well, one. Well, that would be like a poor sport thing. So I don't want to do that because that yeah. would mean I'm losing. I, mean, I, I don't think it's going to happen. Yeah, I don't think so. Okay. I mean, we all know I all could. Right. Well, I guess I, wanted to, I, don't, I don't think so. All right. All right. Um, well, I can tell you don't really want to talk about this. So maybe we'll talk yeah, about it more I don't have a lot. I don't have a lot of details, but maybe at some other point we could uh, I'll elaborate on it. Well, there's a lot of time between now and March after, you know, hopefully whenever well, that It's going to be the week after NCAAs, actually. The week after NCAAs. No, that works out great. <laughs> so you're, you're going to be working, multiple shows. You're going to be working with us at, at NCAAs. Do you, since you'll be like hanging around us, do you want to, I mean, if you want to train with us, that's cool. Like me and Bracky can like, we could like alternate rounds. I don't know what there the equivalent go. of top. I would, I want to go with, is. I want to go with Sion because he'd be, he'd be a nice big punching bag. Listen, but if one of those connects, I'm concerned because the power <laughs> this man possesses 
it's a little old man. And he's immovable. You know who else is a great yeah. punching bag? And I've, I've beat up on this man many times in my life. Is Mark Bader. He is a good punching bag. He can just take it, I'm sure. Yeah. He's he also really good at uh, just throwing air punches. He does it all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah right does. before a big event or something, when he gets jacked up, he starts moving his fists. Okay, well, we'll we'll set up a training camp in St. Louis. That'll be great. There you go. Uh, we'll get a ring. It. We'll get a ring and everything. So we I want to talk about a ring down at Union Station. You been there? I've been there. Yeah, we could do. That. Yeah, Have like a little public workout. Let's do it. Well, we can go uh, a couple of different directions. We go right into tiers, 174 tiers. 174, 184. Actually, I found all three of these weights really, really interesting. Um, Actually, probably not as much 174, but 184 is is pretty crazy. Uh, But we could talk schedules because we had talked about that a little bit. Just kind of like. You got the Big Ten schedules now? No, Ben, Ben, no. We don't have it yet. when they, I promise I'll tell you, you'll be the first to know. But uh, no, the schedules that are that are have already been what? released. What we know is going to happen. You know what you guys should do now that Flow is such a big company. You guys should hire hire a hacker who just his job is just to hack into stuff and get information ahead of time. So we should have someone hack into the Big Ten offices, see what the hell is going on, and you know we could potentially release the schedules ahead of the Big Ten. I think that's a really <laughs> tremendous idea. Yeah, Recky likes it. When, uh, when yeah, I'm all in. I'm sure uh, some of our engineers uh, have a hacking uh, background or have hacked before yeah. in the past. Yeah. So we'll just uh, release the emails. You know? Yeah, we'll just yes. release the emails. Very simple. Yeah. Um. Maybe, maybe we'll see if we can budget in 2021. Budget in a hacker. Compromise the files. I'm sure that would be a great use of funds. Why not? I mean, listen, the Big Ten. We got Christian. There is nine days until January 2nd. That is when other teams compete for the first time. Nine days. These teams got to get flights. They got to get hotels. What are they doing? <clears throat> I guess are they assuming one drive every right? Yeah. Uh, I mean, so they, and they got Christmas in there. People want to take the day off. See, I, I mean, it seems to me like. I mean, there's no way the schedules come out this week, right? Uh, I mean, it's Christmas you, week. These, unless it's a, later today. Or they do the traditional Christmas dump. If they release it on Christmas Friday, Day, that would actually dump. be interesting. Interesting branding. Christmas is on Friday this year. I don't know. We could be cool with that. What, Ben? You look perplexed. Something's going on in my house. It's like a really loud noise. I don't know what the hell's going on upstairs. Is it a radar? Sounds detector? like a howling. Maybe, maybe Haunchyville is coming <laughs> to my house or something. It's kind of freaky. Oh boy! I hope your kids are ready. I'm, hope you've been training them up because the Haunchies don't play. I'm assuming someone's moving furniture, but I'm not really sure. It's very loud. I don't know if it's coming through on you guys' end. No, I can't hear it. But they're typically not big on home invasion, so I think you're probably fine. <laughs> oh man! All, All right. right. Let's do let's tears. Jump in, let's jump into tears first. Yeah, let's do it. So 174 pounds. I went ahead and moved Logan Massa into this tier. We talked about him a bunch yesterday, but I moved him up to 174. That's what he's listed on the Michigan roster. 
Miles Amin is listed as an 84 slash 97. A little bit of uh, suspense to Miles' weight class. Why haven't I, they I really don't know. Yet? They're worse than the Big Ten. Well, well maybe they've decided, <laughs> but uh, they're keeping people on their toes. Okay, got it. Although I've never really understood that. Like, what? Are you going to change? Is some lineup going to change their lineup based on, oh, Miles yeah. Means going 84 97? Probably not, right? Probably um, not. But my, my thought, before we get into 74, just Miles, I did, I did not think he looked particularly big at RTC Cup. And I, I know he's an 86, 189 pounds. But I, I just feel like, and he could be bigger than I realized, but I feel like he's a, he's an 84. Now, he's yeah. good enough probably to go at 197 and really compete and win. And maybe he should just go that way. But I thought he looked like a very natural 84. I thought Trent Hydley looked <clears throat> bigger than him. Um, maybe not substantially, yeah. but I thought he looked bigger. So, well, I don't know. But Christian, I this just, is a guy who's wrestled 134 pounds for three years in his NCAA career. So, he can't be... He can't be that gigantic. Um, so right. I think 84 is probably the right spot for him. Obviously, you know, we're talking about international weight classes. It's 86 or 74 for the Olympics. So, you know, he can't make 163. But I, yeah, I think probably 84 is the best spot for him. Yeah, I do too. I do, but at the same time, I think Spay interviewed him or someone. And he's basically like, it doesn't make a lot of sense for me to to wrestle below my Olympic weight. Um, I should be working to get bigger. So yeah. that I understood, uh, but I just, I just don't know if that's what he's going to like to do. It, it's, it's, uh, it'll be interesting to see what Michigan does with the lineup. Cause they also have Jelani Embry, who's a solid guy. He's not on Miles' level, but you know, where could he plug in? And, you know, if Miles goes 84, could we see Gage Garcia, the football player from Pennsylvania, who's really, really good at wrestling too. I remember Coach Format last year said he was doing really well. So, I don't know. A lot of, a lot of questions with Michigan's lineup. Yeah. But back to the tiers. So I want to get to this. One of the other guys of... you got on this tier one. You threw you threw Starokey yeah, in wait. there right away. No, no, wait. Um, I'm in for it. I think he's in there. I think he's in there, man. I mean, listen, we haven't seen him beat. You you could you could hammer his strength of schedule up to today and say yeah he hasn't he hasn't faced the the rigor I haven't seen but it's like I mean can you make a call can you I mean just the things we have seen I don't think there's a lot of guys that that are are wrestling like that and I think he's on the level he's only getting better the word is this guy is just like tireless worker first guy in last to leave. In that environment, I don't know how you can predict much more than pretty amazing success. Is he ready to beat yeah. Kimmer? I don't know because that guy is so dang good, and he beat Mark Hall. But he, I know he's doing really well in the room. He looks really great every time he competes. I, I think Carter Starocki is a tier one guy. And, I, I mean, I think that's the part of the – listen – these tiers are pointless if you're going to go based on what has actually happened and is prove, provable, right? There's a lot of – the whole point of these is to prognosticate and predict. And I believe he's going to be in the mix with these guys all year long for three months. Yeah. Um, That's all the season is. Yes. 
Uh, did did Caleb Romero beat Labriola last year, or am I in my dreaming? It was close, right? You're dreaming. You're dreaming. Dreaming. You're dreaming. Okay. He's he's zero two against Labriola. Okay, got it. Um, I believe. I, I like. I mean, I think it's last pretty cut and dry. Was. Then. I I don't think there's uh I think there's no discussion on um tier one versus the the, the guys tier two. I think that's pretty clear cut. I don't really feel. Like we could move Romero. I'm checking out Romero to, to confirm, but yeah, I don't. I don't think there's any argument we could move Romero or uh, Valencia up into tier one. Right, and I, I, I kind of did a couple different things with the second tier. I had a big one, and then I kind of was like, well, I feel like Caleb and potentially Anthony just were a little more consistent than that group below, and maybe should be separated. Although. At the same time, seeing one of them lose to one of them maybe wouldn't shock me. So maybe that should be like a combined tier. So if you, if you show tier two and three, Tyler, you can kind of see what I did. And I also, Chris Foca, based on nothing other than I think he's going to be really good, I moved him uh, into tier three. last year. He's good. Yeah, but he got technical. Oh, he can't even wrestle. Richards. He's from Free Cornell. Oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. So take Point. him out. He's out of uh, the tier. I, I, yeah, looking at. Caleb Romero, he didn't really have any bad losses last year. Uh, Lighty, Lighty, Hall, mm-hmm. Labriola, Kemmerer, uh, Labriola again. Skatska would be probably the worst loss, and he was really solid. Yeah. Pretty sure Skatska placed. Did he place the yeah. year before, Bracky? Two years yeah. ago, yeah. He's yeah. Like, an All-American. So, yeah, I mean, R- Romero turned in a super solid year. But I just don't – I don't know if I see him – you know, jumping into that first tier. And similarly with, with Valencia, I just don't – I don't see that. But I think they are a little bit separated from the Mantononas, Romero's, and Colbray's. I feel so – so I feel like Colbray could slide up potentially. Like, I don't know that you'd put him there right now, but I think, like, I, I could see him moving into tier two very easily. Uh, time out on yeah. Sammy Colbray – Believe he's Is going he up. up. Yeah. yeah. Okay, he's going, going back be, up. Um, did he wrestle at heavyweight for a minute? Uh, yeah, dude, that was he his did. first. Uh, he Get got his red shirt so to wrestle heavyweight. Yeah, you tell the story, CP. <laughs> so Sammy Colbray, huge recruit, number one coming out or number two in his weight, and he's a ninety-seven pounder for Iowa State. And they're in a close duel uh, against North Dakota State. And they pull his red shirt, which had still been preserved at that point, to bump him up to heavyweight. As we know, Sammy is not a particularly big guy for 97 pounds. He wrestled at dang 174. Fine. They bump him up to heavyweight. He immediately, first match ever, gets hurt out for the year. In the in his very first match, it was like oh, literally God. the most disastrous start to a, a career you could fathom just like really bad like the dude they bumped him up, i forget the guy's name that he wrestled i could look it up but he was like a legit heavyweight like not only was he good like not just some nobody but he was also a very large heavyweight so he hurts colbert immediately and his season was done Mets was it, it Mets? was uh no, no. It, this was years ago it was ben tynan Oh, I that's right. <laughs> yeah. So he got yeah. tiny and then that was it. 
worst worst start to a career. So yeah, he that was his only heavyweight match that I'm aware of, uh, and it ended about as poorly as you can imagine. But he is Cole Bring, uh, or he is kind of LJ Helbigging about, you know, wrestling at heavyweight, wrestling at 174, now back up at 184. Um, so I guess we take him so, out of tier two. I would say it's interesting what they're doing with their lineup because it's it looks like it's going to be uh, Julian Broderson down at 174, who had a really nice year at 184 last year. He actually he actually beat Abe Assad um, early in the yeah. season before Assad's red shirt was pulled. He had a win over Corey Hazel, who was an NCAA qualifier. I believe one of his only couple losses on the year was actually to Parker Kekais and Ben. Um, but it, he'll be he'll be down at 74. I think Colbert's going to 84. And then 97 um, will be the either Marcus um, Coleman or um, the the Cuban that they just brought in. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. Well, I thought good the Cuban that. was big, like 197. Yeah, He's doing a wrestle-off today. I was – yeah, yeah. And they're um, – they're doing wrestle offs today. Iowa State is, and they had a, they put a little graphic yesterday, and it had like an asterisk by the weights that will decide who will be their starter for January third. And oh, really? it, it's interesting because, yeah, it's interesting because Gomez, because they they put out initial graphics and it said Gomez will wrestle off at a later date, and it said Colbray will wrestle off at a later date, and same with Marcus Coleman will wrestle off at a later date. But all three of those guys aren't wrestling off today for those January third spots, so I, huh. keep an eye out there. Maybe they got, but now it's so hard now because it's like, well, they could have Corona, they could be quarantined. Like, you just never even know anymore. It stinks. Another thing, yeah, and another thing um, that has kind of been brought to my attention when I was emailing some of these coaches about their lineups is some guys' certifications are off, like because of having to quarantine or um mm. miss time due to covid so some of these guys might not have been able to certify when the rest of the team did and are are doing that at a later time and can't make the wait till a later date so that could be another issue teams are running into bizarre interesting Jeez, corona okay um hey mizzou had their black and gold alan hart pinned josh edmund in overtime you see that no Yep. Yeah. That was probably and, the, uh, uh, that's interesting. Yeah, most interesting one. Connor they Brown a bunch of guys has out. kind of been a pretty well-traveled guy. <laughs> he's at SDSU, Wisconsin. Now he's at Missouri, and he, he beat Noah Certain, and that was that was one of the weights that Coach Smith told me was, was kind of up in the air, so it looks like Connor Brown will be the guy there. Connor can wrestle, man. Yeah. I hope he – Hope he gets his, uh, you know, can put a full year together because he's he's a fun guy to watch. Mm -hmm. All right. Any other thoughts on uh, 74? We can go down into like the tier three, tier four, but I felt like there's some separation with. uh, Yeah. um, I feel like this weight's not as deep as some of the other ones. I remember I remember some of the earlier weights saying, wow, that's a lot of really good guys in um, tier three or tier four. And like these tier three and tier four guys at 174. I don't really feel like they can challenge the tier one guys. Like, I, I don't think those matches are going to be all that competitive. Um, it, and obviously it could be, yeah. it could be wrong, but that's how I feel about it. 84 and 97 are much deeper in my opinion um, with yeah, tier one guys, but also, 
yeah, 84 is very, very deep. Want to just go to it right now? Let's do it. That's, this might be the best right. weight class NCA next year. I th- I think it could be. And imagine, I put Miles at at 197, just based on kind of what he had said about. You think so? Or is that Intel? Or is that just like you looked at him? That is, that is not Intel. That's just, you know, he wrestled three seasons at 174. You, like you said, you look at him at the RTC Cup. He doesn't look overly big for that weight class. Um, there's other 84 pounds that look bigger than him. Yeah. I, I I would be a little concerned, too. It just seemed like he got horsed around by Trent. And, I mean, if you're going to yeah. get horsed around by Trent, some of these big 97-pounders, I don't know if that's the best best solution for that. Yeah. Yeah. But part of me is just like, Trent's a freak. He's super good. Um, I don't know. I don't know if it's like straight horsepower issue. Maybe it was. But also, Trent would probably be as strong as many of the ninety-seven pounders, in my opinion. But yeah, to your point. All right, do you want do you want to slot him at one eighty-four? I think we slot him at eighty-four. I think it makes the most sense. Yeah, I think so too. All right, then then this way just got even stupider. Um, no particular order. No particular order. Oh, on but I don't want to break your heart. I don't want to break your heart here, piles. You keep putting Cornell yeah. people in here. Max D cannot Dang compete it. next year. Dang it. Sorry. I was, I and if you got Ben Darmstadt in at 97, you got to take him out too. Oh, you already took Darmstadt out. Part- and that's your- See, I, I was – it was in my mind, but I spaced a couple times. Yeah, so okay. no Max Dean. Hunter Bowen, Trent Hydley, Lou Dupre, Miles Amin, Aaron Brooks round out tier that's one. That's a good top five. That's really good. That's really – Really salty. Anyone, anyone seem like a yeah. cheer to you at all? Well, I know Taylor Venz is going to about spend about half the season in tier one and half the season in tier two because that's what Taylor Venz does. Um, yeah, he's obviously good enough to wrestle with tier one sometimes, but he, he's also not good enough to wrestle with tier two sometimes. So um, he he could kind of be in either tier for me. Yeah, I, I just think the fact that none of the tier one guys could would I ever be able to consider tier two is why Taylor Vins doesn't belong. Just because they they just are so beat Air Brooks last year, relatively convincingly. Yeah, and then yeah, and then Brooks pinned him later. Brooks That's won what Big Ten. I said he's a, he's a half half. He's gonna split time. <laughs> Well, I don't know. Should we? Do you guys want to move him? I, I personally don't. No, I, think I don't want right to move him. Where he should be. Stating the fact that he uh, he'll be a very nomadic in his time. He will not spend too much time at either weight or at either tier. He will move and then move and then move because that's what he does. Yeah. So his losses last year were to Rocky Jordan, Aaron Brooks, Cam Caffey, <clears throat> Abe Assad, Taylor Lujan, Lou Dupre. Taylor Lujan again and Zahid eight seven. He almost beat Zahid. As that was crazy. I mean, I thought he had Zahid dead to rights, and then and then he didn't, and then Zahid just went on Zahid, to massacre everyone. Yes. Yeah, he's a monster. So yeah, I, f- I feel good about about him there. I mean, Dupre, he's pretty solid at in the as a tier one guy, right? There, although. He lost to Vince as well. 
His losses last year were to now here about this. Oh, Lou Dupre was the name that kind of stuck out to me. I forgot he lost to Weiler last year at the Lehigh duel. Um, he got pinned by yeah. Vince, lost to Bolin eight three. I don't know. He's got some really good wins in there, right? Doesn't he? He beat he yeah, beat he, the well, uh, Ben Darmstadt. Well, Lou Dupre he both lost and beat Taylor Vens. Um, he did beat Weiler. Let's see who else. Uh, he beat Hidley. Hidley. That's his damn name. You guys have got to be so tripped up on his name. You missed it. You you were over two. It's Hidley. Hide Lee. Hide Lee. Hide Lee. Hide Lee. Yes. Hide Lee. Yes. Uh, now there you go. Dupres is a he's a tier one guy. He has a lot of really good wins. I mean, he's a guy though that could drop a few matches. It's not possibly loses to someone below, but he is beaten some really good guys so i say we leave him here when you look at 184 ben after what you saw at rtc cup from trent do you think he's just better suited for freestyle or watch out 184 this is i mean that that looked like a guy that's gonna wrestle saturday night and might just win the thing uh i would say both answers are true. I think he is better at freestyle, but I also think there's a good chance to be wrestling on Saturday night uh, at NCAAs. I mean, could, could Miles Amin and Aaron Brooks beat him? Yeah, they, they could for sure. Um, but I think he's obviously one of the favorites to make the NCAA finals. He looked outstanding. Um, no, he's really, really, really good. That's simple. He is 0 for 2 against uh, Hunter Bolin. I don't know if you recall that. Yes. So Hunter, yeah, he, Hunter he was zero and two. Well, yeah, I know. I'm just, I'm just uh, on the short list of guys you listed to be Trent. You mentioned him, so I was saying that Hunter definitely has and could do it again. Yeah, I'm and the awesome thing about those Trent, guys, we'll get to see them wrestle at least a couple times because they're both in ACC. Yes, yeah, we'll get to see it again. I wonder if Hunter, or excuse me. If Trent would ever consider moving up to 197. Uh, I, I mean, one of the things I think about with people is like, is strength an issue? And for Trent, the, the answer is a, is a very obvious no, it's not. Um, and so when strength is never not an issue, moving up, moving up shouldn't be an issue either. Right? Like Trent would do just fine at 197 power wise. He's not going to get overpowered or anything. Um, that's just not going to happen. So I, I think he would do fine. No. I don't. Right? Agreed? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I um, completely agree. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't see him moving up, but I, I don't. I wouldn't see the harm. I think he would do just fine there. I think he would. You know, and sometimes um, the speed differential, uh, you know, that could benefit him, right? That he'd be a little bit quicker against the bigger guys, and the power still won't be an issue. Man, he looked fast at, at RTC yeah. Cup. He he's he's quick, fascinating. And you know, Aaron Brooks is a guy we haven't really seen him. Has he done any of these cards? I haven't. Kale, I why didn't Kale I, like I haven't seen uh, put them together yesterday? So so dumb. You should have put Hidley, Hidley, should put Hidley and Aaron Brooks together. Well, Trent had an appendectomy. He doesn't need dependence to go wrestle Aaron Brooks. Well, he need 
he doesn't need it. You're right, but it's not going to be easy to um, wrestle. You're not going to wrestle that match that soon. So it, it made sense for him as a as a yeah. fellow appendectomy appendectomy survivor. We we stand united, Trent. <laughs> oh, that's funny. All right. Um. All right, tier two, tier three. Tier two is a strong tier two when you compare it to quite strong to quite other. strong. That's a really strong. I mean, Colbury's good, Morgan's good, Benz is good, Iowa's representative, whomever that is, is good. Uh Rocky Jordan's really tough. Montalvo's good. That's a good tier I think, two. I think it's gonna be Dakota Gear too for Oklahoma State. Um which makes it which makes it even tougher because while Gear struggled at ninety seven last year, he was much better the year before eighty four. It was an all American. Um, from what John yeah. laid out, I think like a month ago now, Montalvo was gonna try to make seventy four. Um if and if that didn't go well, he would wrestle off gear eighty four, but I think gear would, would win that. What about plot? He's going yeah, he's going seventy four. Mm. It almost makes so, so Montalvo, move Montalvo plot down at seventy four, and whoever if Montavo either wins the spot or he doesn't make the weight or is not good at it, whatever, then he goes back up to eighty four where there's gear, and then those two wrestle for that spot, and then ninety seven Ferrari. Dude, I looked at gear, and I thought maybe maybe you'd move him up to tier one at eighty four, and. He's got like no good wins two years ago. I don't know how he snuck into an all American you... spot. I'm not sure what you're talking Sha- about. Shaq, Shaq, I mean, at NCAA, like, he beat Shakur, at NCAA, he beat Shakur Rashid, Nino Bonacorsi, and Zach Zavatsky. Uh, okay, I retract my statement. Without the <laughs> yeah. NCAA tournament, he beat. Without the NCAA tournament, he beat no one good. Except yeah. Noah Adams. Without the but NCAA Noah tournament Adams that year was not very good. Correct. Yeah, I mean, without the NCAA tournament, you won zero NCAA titles, Ben. It's a tournament. Miles, <laughs> I still be good people during the season, though. For God's sake. That's true. Yeah. Um, well, man, some, I feel like Gear was in flux that whole year, too. Was Didn't he wrestle at – Yeah. He started the season at 97 down, right? and then came down. They yeah. started him uh, – are you talking 2019 or last year? Because in 2019, they started him at 84. Then he went up to 97 when Waggle got hurt. And then when Waggle came back, he went back to 84. Yes. Yeah, snip-snap situation for Dakota yeah. Gear. <laughs> so, oh, I don't – with Gear, I, I – don't see him as a tier one guy at, at 84. Yeah. Now, with 74, who do we think? Man, we should have had Dustin Plot. Dustin Plot's really good. He's he's at he's least a, tier two. For sure. Yes. For sure and yeah, no, no, no question. I mean, if you told me right now Dustin Plot beat Massa or Labriola or Staraki even in a match, I wouldn't be like, grabbing my chest in incredible surprise. I think I think he's fantastic. I loved him in high school. As long as he's healthy, I know he, he had the I think he had knee surgery a year ago or so. But if he's healthy, shoulder. I think he's be Was well, the shoulder? I thought it was 
knee. Wrong. I think it was shoulder. I think it was shoulder with plot. Shoulders are the knees of the arm. I've always said. Um, <laughs> the knees of the upper torso. Yeah. So yeah, he's definitely tier one or tier two in my mind. I think it would be maybe a little too hasty to put him tier one, but I think he's gonna have a really nice season. I don't, man. Montalvo is a really good guy to get squeezed out. He was he was kind of coming on last year. He had a really solid season. He he kind of surprised me too because there's a little chatter about him coming into the year, but really the year before he hadn't been that impressive. And then he was really tough. Hey, let, but, let me throw something know. at you because Montalvo is the perfect fit, Christian. Do you think because the the kids this year get they get the free transfer, right? So they don't have to do anything. This free transfer. Uh oh. Um, and then obviously with everyone getting an extra season, right? So it's not like this guy's going to graduate. Everyone gets an extra season. Do you think there's going to be a handful of just like transfers because it's both free and because they know that they're going to be sitting on the bench for another season? Like Montalvo would be a great example. You have gear and you have plot um, and Ferrari. Like this dude ain't going to be starting for a while. He might as well go somewhere else. Uh, if it is true that he can't beat those guys, yeah, he's a prime candidate for that. But some schools just have a way of retaining their guys pretty well, whether they're starting or not. Oklahoma State's one of them. Guys will – But it was – guys. It used to be so much harder to transfer, though, Christian. It, I mean, it used to be really difficult. There was almost a guarantee you were going to lose a season a lot of times. And now it's it's – you know, you could just go for free wherever the hell you want. No one's going to stop you. Um, I mean, it, it's so much simpler. I don't, I don't disagree. And yeah, I think he would be a, a prime candidate to do something like that. I just wonder if the, the thing is with this year, he, he would have to transfer like now to be on a roster by January. So he would have to already know he's not going to start. And that's probably not established at this point. So it would have to be something like after net, after this season, he would have to do it or, you know, mid this year and basically throw this I season mean, out. This, this season doesn't count, so it's not like it's going to hurt him to stick around Stillwater. Yeah, and then leave after yeah. the year. Yeah. Yeah. It, and then sure. when once seasons start counting, maybe they, they mess around with red shirts and do some different things. AJ will have a red shirt. To, and, you know, Dakota Gear might say, man, I've been in college a long time. I'm ready to go. No, there's no guaranteed Dakota. Gears I'm ready to leave. You know, I I, I think there, that's a that's a possibility because he was. This will be his fifth year, right? Right, Bracky. Uh, could be more. Uh, let's see. No 2017. Way, no. 18, yeah, fifth year. 19, 20. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, man, six years is a long time to to be in college. He's been in Edinburgh and then. Oklahoma State. He may be ready to get on with it, or he may, may he may be loving the ride. I don't know. A lot of people we'll go see. to college for seven years, Christian. Yes, yes, they're called doctors. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so eighty-four. I mean, I went Nelson Brand slash Abe Assad. Man, based on what I saw in that Nelson Assad match, it's a, I have a hard time seeing Abe reversing course unless he was like sick or totally messed up nelson looked amazing then he then nelson looked really good at u23s too was it u20 yeah that's where he wrestled Madden. i, I thought he yeah. looked really good there as well i know it's his freestyle but takedowns are takedowns 
and he looked yes. he looked really good. That would be another candidate for a transfer right there. I mean, think about it, Christian. This dude's going to be sitting behind uh, Kemmer for two years, Nelson Brands, Jacob Warner, and then potentially um, Patrick Kennedy comes in. Like, you might want to start looking for a new home. Well, p- potentially, um, I-, I wonder if Kemmer will be – here's my thought. Will Kemmer be back next Uh-oh. year? He's another classic – Am I going to be in school forever guy? I, th- I think, I feel like I read that he was going to stay and, and do, do yeah. the extra year. But, but if he, if he didn't, how would you let him leave? No, nope. Tom brands and you let him leave. That's like a dereliction of duty. <laughs> not let, I mean, he graduated. He's been there five years, six years. This man will not leave Iowa right? city. He might not. Um, well, no, I, I mean, he doesn't his- leave Iowa city. He just makes a move to the Hawkeye Wrestling Club. He's just like, I'm done with college wrestling. I want to, yeah, I want to make money and just be done with the grind of a college season and having to go to class and all that stuff. Well, and graduate classes are a lot easier. No, graduate, guys, are you guys insane? Listen, I I don't want to burst anyone's bubble. I have, I love my life. But college, that was like the most fun thing ever. You just got to do some easy classes which don't take all that much work. Then you get to go to wrestling practice, which is so much fun. And then you get to go chase girls. Like, guys, can you think of a better scenario? I mean, it was outstanding. Why would you want to stay there? Yeah. I, it's I mean, not that I don't think all, all that stuff, it, like the, the, the chasing girls, and I'm sure the classes aren't extremely hard and all that stuff, but the grind of a college season is not fun. Making weight all the all those times. Like I know this season will be the outlier where you only have like eight to ten weights. Making weights not fun. Just being in the practice room every single day. When you're I don't know, I love uh, a senior level athlete, you kind of you kind of control your own practice schedule and what you're doing and your training, and you can make money now. I, I think it's a different vibe. But why wouldn't so okay? So in that scenario, and this is probably something a lot of college coaches take. But why wouldn't you just say, hey, hey, Michael, you're getting older. You had a couple surgeries. We're just gonna, we're going to pull back your practice schedule because you've earned it because you're 27 years old and you don't need to grind like these 18 year olds do. You can just relax, just relax a little bit. I mean, I I would definitely if I'm a college coach, I would abbreviate certain older kids' practice schedules for sure. I mean, honestly, when you look at you know back, I would probably abbreviate a lot of the things for a lot of the people. I mean, those young guys, 18, 9 year olds, 18, 19 year olds, we can grind them a little bit. But those guys who've been in the program for three, four, five years, like I think you definitely pull back on them. Yeah, Agreed. for sure. So, all right, we just talked Kimmer into staying another year. So, a besides <laughs> might be squeezed <laughs> out. If, if Tom if, Brands needs help, if Tom Brands needs help, uh, just fly me in Iowa City. I will tell him how great college is and how he doesn't really want a job next year, and then he's golden. Yeah, maybe so. Because if Kimmer leaves, then Nelson slides down to 74. Uh, and then, you know, Abe at 84. Yeah, to your point, Patrick Kennedy. I mean, Kennedy's there now. He's, he's there he right now. Considered, he could be, who knows? I mean, someone he gets might injured want to or whatever. No, I don't think so. Ben has Dude, been trying got- to get Patrick Kennedy to transfer ben. all summer. I don't know, Patrick Kennedy. Here's what I'm saying, Coach Christian. Here's what I'm saying. This is really simple. This is this is really simple. I don't know why this is so hard for people to understand. You thought you had a situation, right? 
Patrick Kennedy is per prime prime example. You thought you had a situation. You went to Iowa. You were going to be a redshirt freshman. You're going to redshirt. Miller and Ellie and Kemmer, they're both going to have their senior years. You're going to get the trainer underneath them. They're going to then leave. You're going to be the starter. As a freshman, you have four years of eligibility. Okay? The situation is drastically different. Okay? This is not just him. This is a lot of people. He now could start this year if he wants to without it affecting his eligibility. He would have five years of eligibility to wrestle at NCAA tournaments. But because he has Marinelli and Kemmerer, who both now have two years of eligibility left, not one, they have two, he will only be able to wrestle 60% of his eligibility in a starting lineup, three of five years. That's a big freaking deal, guys. That's a really big deal. And I don't know why you wouldn't leave. I don't know. Listen, I and this is nothing is Iowa. This is just that's that's simple. Three out of five years, you get you only have to compete three of them or five of them. I'm gonna compete five of them. That's what I want to do. Yeah, I mean, I don't think anyone would fault any kid for leaving given those circumstances. You think you're coming for one scenario, the scenarios change. So I, different. It just seems like I know, but I think these guys, and you choose a program, you know, why, why did Brent Metcalf eat the year and go to Iowa with Coach Brands? Because that's just where he wanted to be, and he thought that would be his best choice. And I think the pragmatic view, I, I get what you're saying, and I think probably a lot of athletes do look at it that way, but I think some of the guys are just wired a little differently. They're like, they – have themselves convinced that and and perhaps rightly so this is the best place for me to wrestle and get really really good and my goal is to maximize my wrestling ability and yeah but christian you can't maximize your wrestling ability from the freaking bench you're the bench maybe not Matt. yeah maybe he won't be on the bench maybe in his mind he's gonna beat out one of these guys yeah i mean that but that's like if you really think it is where it's like if you went somewhere else, maybe you could beat them. Maybe you're that good. I don't know how good he is, right? I'm not sure. Maybe you're that good where you could beat them in a match, right? But these guys are staples mm-hmm. of the program. These guys are put their time in. Are you really going to start over them? And the answer is you ain't starting over them unless you're six points better than them. If it's a really competitive match, they ain't putting you in there. And this is, this is not just – obviously, I'm not just talking about this one person. You could use this scenario for anyone who – Thought they were going to get four years out of four years eligibility, and now they're going to get three out of five. Um, man, I, I would definitely consider for any anyone who's in that scenario to start looking other places because, it, listen, it's just not the same scenario you thought you were getting. You signed up for one deal, you're getting a different deal. It's nobody's fault. You can blame coronavirus. It's yeah. not. It's not the coach's fault. It's not the school's fault. It's no one's fault. The scenario is just different, and you need and you as an athlete need to really consider that. And I, one of the things that does drive me crazy in wrestling is just the loyalty is a great thing, but it shouldn't be the only thing. You should definitely factor that into all decisions, it's, and it's important, but it shouldn't be the only thing that's making your decision. For sure. And, you know, loyalty can be a two-way street, too. The, uh, you know, a, a coach can leave at any point in time. And, you know, there's mm-hmm. not necessarily going to be loyalty there. You see it in other sports. It's, it's not as common in wrestling, although there's plenty of movement. But there's guys chasing better jobs, for, for sure. And 
similarly, the, the assistant positions, all the assistants want to be head coaches for the most part, right? So they could be yeah. leaving. You uh-huh. may be committed to this guy. is going to be coaching your weight group or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, they they should definitely make decisions that are best for them. But I think they the way they – a lot of these guys view the world is a little differently. And just case in point, everyone knows the scenario, Ben. And it's the scenario has been known, but what, no one's okay. going in the portal. You're not even the scenario of, hey, I oh, committed to this. About. It's now that, and no, no one to this point of of real note outside of the Stanford guys have, have put themselves in the portal, right? And yeah, that that just to me kind of cements that they're not and they're they're not going anywhere. Yeah. Um. Yeah, and obviously college coaches are very influential in the thought processes of kids. And and for an 18, 19 year old, I know they're I know they're technically adults, but they are kids, and their their thought process is not fully all the way filled out. But that's that's something a lot of them should consider. It's a different deal than when they thought they're going there. They're going to be on the bench for two years. You're not going to maximize your opportunity to have success because you're only going to get the wrestle sixty percent of the NCAA championships. And then now we're talking the the first NCAA championship that you would wrestle. Would be 2021, 22, 2023. Like, who knows who else is going to be on the team by then? That's a long freaking yeah. time away. Who knows what's going to happen by 2023? It's a long time away. That is a long time away for sure. Um, well, well, I I have been actually very surprised how little, how few transfers there have been throughout this whole process. I feel like it hasn't yeah. been much. I feel like it. Honestly, it seems like kind of a common year, right? You got the yep, blockage, you got a, a couple other things, um, some programs getting cut or whatever, but not a ton. It hasn't been a mu- hasn't been much. So that's surprised mm-hmm. me. Obviously, we'll continue to monitor it and and see what what changes. But yeah, some landscape shifting guys are going to be out of the out of the lineup one way or the other. Yeah. I'm okay, finishing up 184. Uh, I feel like I've been on a soapbox year. there for a while, but I'm pretty passionate about that. That's topic, okay. So, what were you saying, Bracky? I think the transfer portal is going to be much busier next year um, because now you like we've talked about it a few times, and we had Coach Jaggers on to talk about it, but um, not every school is going to be able to foot the bill for these seniors that want to come back. That's true. Um, and you're going to have the programs are going to have to make a choice. Do you want to bring these kids back for a fifth, sixth, seventh year in some cases if they want to come back? Or do you invest in the future and uh, save the money for the 2022 and 2023 kids um, and go with the younger guys on your team? So uh, I think you'll see a much busier transfer portal come March, April. Yeah, I see that yeah. too. That makes sense. All right, rounding out 84. We didn't get into tier three, but it's got um, tier three is good. Parker Keckheisen in there. Tier three is good. Zach Bronigal, Matt Waddell, Chris Weiler, Parker Keckheisen, Devin Kane, Jalon Embry. Really, really yeah. solid group there. Yeah. And, you know, Broad Nagel's had some big wins. Weiler's had some big wins. I mean, that's a, that's a really good tier three. Uh, but those guys are, in my opinion, very clearly tier three. And it just it speaks to how good tier one and tier two are. Because if you're taking some of those guys with similar credentials um, in, in some of the other weight classes, you're definitely moving them up to tier two. 
Yes, I agree. Uh, I am not bringing him up for because he you coached him, but I am really excited to watch Parker this year. Me too. I think he's gonna Very be really excited. good. Okay, one ninety seven. This this was an interesting one because I just had like a mega tier two with this one. Yeah. And my tier one was uh, Noah Adams, Jay Aiello, Eric Schultz, and Jacob Warner. Hey, you and have a good I reason did... why 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 Ford Ferrari Ford Focus isn't in this list right here. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you're right. You I forgot the Ford Focus. I forgot the Ford Focus. I think, man, I don't know where to put him. Bracky, where do we put AJ? Oh, I think man. he's gonna contend, man. I think he's gonna contend. You know what? He pieced up Rocky Elam. That man was fifth in the in the day. Rocky uh, Elam's really good. Open. Rocky Elam's good. I'm doing it. Um, yes. Hey, uh, I also me. feel he, like fight me. He's tier one. Since we use this guy's stuff so much, we have WrestleStat in the chat, and I use his website a lot. He wants us to say David Key's name from Navy, uh, who was 24 and two as a redshirt last year. So I don't know what tier he's in, okay. but I guess he's pretty tough. Okay. We have said his name. And Coach Done. Colat's got it going on. Excited to watch them next year at the Naval Academy. But yeah, uh, tier one is now Adams, Aiello, Schultz, Warner, and AJ Ferrari. What about Braxton? We're doing it. We, we... Oh, yeah. Oh. Man, where would you put him? He's I listen, I haven't seen him in a while. I watched AJ Ferrari piece up Rocky Elam. So I'll I'll put yeah. Braxton in tier two. Okay. Um and then are, are we going Rocky Elam tier two also? Because I th- I believe he's gonna start from Missouri 197 pounds. Yes, that would make sense. Um yeah. he should definitely be in the tier two. Dude, 197 is insane. It's getting, 27 has been down for a while, and it's not going to be down anymore. I mean, this is how many guys? We got five in Tier 1, and then here's Tier 2. Nino Bonacorsi, Braxton Amos, Lucas Davison, Rocky Elam, Cam Caffey, Cordell Norfleet, Greg Balsick, Tanner Sloan, Nathan Traxler, Michael Beard, Jake Woodley, Chase Singletary, Stephen Buchanan. We talked about Stephen Buchanan. I don't know how many times last year. As a Wisconsin guy, he's good. I know. Yeah, very good. Um. Hey, can I can Where I can I pull JL JL out of tier one? I just looked him up. I felt that he may not be a tier one guy. Let me read you this. I will make an objection. He lost to Christian Bruner, Christian Bruner, Jacob Seeley, Greg Bulsack last year. His best win was a good one. He beat Jacob Warner, but besides Jacob Warner, he has zero top 10 wins last year. I don't feel as though he should stay in tier one. I think he should be a solid tier two guy. Steve, he didn't your thoughts. Uh, yeah, I'm with Ben. Motion passed. Motion passed. Damn. He doesn't even have a top 20 Dang win besides, besides Jacob Warner. You're jamming up, jamming up. Yeah, his his schedule was not great. Mm-hmm. 
my thing is, I think you could take out, I mean, what about someone like Schultz? Um, we feel good about Schultz? him Him there in tier one. Yeah, I did. I, I kind of questioned that initially. And then he's got a little, at least a little better roster of wins last year. So if you go through um, his, he lost to Colin Moore. He lost to Colin Moore. Uh, Jake Woodley's kind of a bad loss. And then he did have a bad loss in Lane Thomas. But he's got some better wins because he Lane, beat yeah. Sheck. He beat Warner. Um, and he beat Shaq again. So I, you know, at least you have like three top 10 wins there. Um, and you don't have that with, uh, oh, you also beat Greg Bullsack with a top 10 win. And you didn't have that with ALO. So I, I mean, this is kind of through all these guys in, in the same tier. Cause I feel like Schultz's year is not that actually, I don't think it's that different from ILO's. And I don't think their years are all that different from Jacob Warner's. And so it's either you have Noah Adams in a tier all on his own. That doesn't feel right. You, right? No, I don't think that feels right either. So that's why I feel like Aiello and Schultz and Warner are kind of – they're pretty dang close. They And, you know, one of the things we talk about is, like, do they belong in this first tier? Is like, could you see a scenario or, or would it make sense to see them beat, beat each other? And, yeah, I mean, it's literally happened. Yeah. Like, Aiello beat Warner and Warner. Warner might win the MSA title. Oh my goodness. Who? Christian. Ford Focus might win an MSA title. Yes, ab- absolutely. He absolutely might. Jeez. I might. I don't know. If, he, might he might do it. I mean, he might, he might, he might do be it. my preseason pick. He's, he's, uh, he's. Wow. I never thought I would say that. I know. I, I had some questions, but he answered many of them. I do want to see him do some folk style, but man, he can take some dudes down. Like that's two, that's two in all, all styles of wrestling, except Greco. Can't grab the legs. Except Greco. Can't grab the legs. But okay. So the other thing that I, when I look at this list, um, a couple of eighty fours that are coming up kind of interest me. Like uh, Cam Caffey, who had a, who had a solid year and seemed to be getting better as the year went on. Um, like I feel like he could go with all these dudes too. He he will give ga- a guy like, abs- yes, he will give. Man, he would give Aiello and Warner fits. I feel with yeah. with his so, how tough he is to finish on. Yeah, <clears throat> and he's got a good strong pace. He's a good mat wrestler too. Um, yeah, I mean he had a really solid year last year. He he had a couple bad losses, but. He did quite a bit of winning also. He's he's really tough. I think I think he's gonna be in a match with everyone. I'd I would be surprised to see him. I just he he's not the most offensive guy. He wants to win a lot of counter matches right. for, for the most part. And I think that really limits not really limits, but can limit how high he can climb. Which is why I have him yeah. as as a second tier guy. But yeah, I mean he's gonna he's gonna give all these dudes really tough matches for sure. Yeah, that's that's the guy I'm interested. In. And his progression also has been pretty tremendous. If you look how much better he was um, last year over the year before, I feel like he made quite a bit of progress. Um, and so that yeah, it's a guy I'm really excited to see how he can do at 197. Yeah, no doubt. And 
mean, you look, this is like eight. We I listed 18 guys, I think, in the tiers. There is, oh my gosh. it is going to be, I mean, the second round of NCAAs is going to be fire at this weight class because there's just so many good dudes. There's going to be maybe a ton of upsets. I don't know. Maybe top, the top tier is going to solidify itself. I could see some of those guys getting picked off like we've seen in, in years past at NCAAs. Well, I mean, how good is well, Michael Beard going to be? Yeah, or the other guy I see in the list who interests me is uh, Tanner Sloan, who you know we were really high on two years ago. So remember, Tech Fall Jacob Warner when he was a red shirt, and then he had mm-hmm. a good, not great year last year. But then he did. He just won. Um, what did he just win, Christian? U twenty threes. U twenty threes. I think so. Yes. So um, yes, you know, seems to be making progress again. Uh, that'll be you know interesting to see how he does. This is one where I feel like. The seeds at NCAs could be all kinds of effed up because uh, a lot of these guys are going to wrestle each other. They're in all kinds of different conferences. Yeah, they're all over the place. Uh, it's just looking through the conferences: Big Twelve, ACC, well, Big Ten, Big Ten, Big Twelve. What the big the Big Twelve has a big chunk of them with Adam Sloan, um, Jacob Woodley, Stephen Buchanan, uh, Ferrari, like, like that. The, Ferrari, yep, to call the the Big Twelve is, is going to be really tough at this weight. It's one of the toughest weights in the country by conference. Hmm. But then yeah, you have it's uh, going to be loaded. Wait, does it track? Does Traxler even get to compete? Did he transfer somewhere? He did not. Or Stanford, Stanford is having this year. This year they wrestled this year, and then that's it. Yes. Okay. What's well, obviously same with Fresno. Positive. Got it. Uh, yeah. We- Hopefully yeah. they back. But someone like Rocky Elam, I guess Rocky Elam will see. We went kind of went through schedule yesterday. He'll see um, Tanner Sloan. He'll see AJ Ferrari. So he'll see a few guys on this list. But in the MAC, is there anyone else in the MAC that's on this list? I, I don't think so. Am I wrong here? No. No. Um, There's nobody else there in the MAC. Yeah, so yeah he'll be on. Oh yeah, I forget Clarion is now getting that action. They're in the Mac. Yeah. Okay. The bull sack will be there. That's a, that's a. Okay. So one ninety seven can be a very fun weight. Sure, with man, the two true freshmen, Ferrari and Amos. I I can't wait. I mean, they probably won't hit, and they wouldn't hit until NCAAs, but. That's a match I wanted to see all last year. Never happened. <clears throat> Would love to see it. See, hey, uh, WrestleStat says Amos is not on a roster, but didn't he? I thought he didn't enroll first semester, and now he's going to enroll second semester. So won't he be on the roster soon? Let's go to Parkersburg. He signed. Yeah. He signed his letter of intent. Um, so yeah, it, w- it would make sense that he wouldn't be on there yet. Um, but he could, he but he could be start second semester, correct? Yeah, yeah. WrestleStats. I don't. Chat, I don't. Man. He's trying to say that's not the case. I mean, he dude, if Wisconsin, could, um, if Wisconsin doesn't wrestle Evan Wick and Braxton Amos, is going to be a devastating year. They're going, they're going to get destroyed routinely in the Big Ten. Um, they're going to be yeah. if they, but if they have Wick and Amos, then they're. They they go from big trouble to interesting, but they they need their team out there. So 
definitely something to monitor because Big Ten is going to be I don't know what really the plan is with Braxton. Year. Yeah. I don't know what the plan is with Braxton, but he absolutely could join the team for the second semester. Yeah, I don't, that, that's Man, I, I, don't I would do that. it. I mean, they, they were – I forget who their 97 was last year. Uh, but they, they struggled. Well, it was uh, Pete Christensen and the Mizzou guy who's at Mizzou, uh, Taylor Watkins. Yeah, Pete Christensen did not make a good transition to college. Obviously, he was very successful in high school, but uh, he had a really rough year last year. They um, remembered, too, they, they did get um, Chris Weiler. He, he's going to be the starter yes. at 184. Yes. They just keep getting 84 transfers. <laughs> had Johnny, Sebastian, Weiler. Yeah. Uh, Pete okay. Christensen was 8 9 last year, so that was a rough go for him. Yeah. Okay. Why don't we. Are we, do we put a, are you putting a bow on these 197 tiers? Oh, why did it, 197 feels like a mess to me? It is. I, I feel like the more I look at tier one, I'm like. There's a lot of dudes that can beat a lot of those dudes, and I don't feel really good about it. But I think it's because the weight is really deep, but I feel like on the high end is not incredible, right? And maybe Noah Adams uh, yeah. is that guy. He was he was undefeated last year, but um, and maybe I should react to you, Noah Adams. You're not shocked, are you? No, not at all. In fact, it didn't that happen at U23s. Yes, in freestyle. Uh, yeah, freestyle. Don't make Bracky too sad. Yeah, that's his West Virginia guy. Bracky's no, I'm just saying, in folk, in, folk style, in, in folk style, it was like a 6 nothing match. I mean, it's it's a big difference, especially when uh, Noah can get on top. Yeah. So it's a, it's a difference. but So maybe you throw Adams out of the, you know, could a Tier 2 guy pick him off? But as far as some of the Tier 2 dudes – Taking out an Ilo Schultz, Warner, or Ferrari, I mean, shouldn't shock us at all, which is why it's like almost could be like a mega tier two with Adams somewhat removed. Uh, but I don't know. It's going to be a fun wait. Are there, is there any other big recruits that we're missing that, that could factor in here? Obviously, would you, if Miles Amin did go 197, Ben, would you pick him to win? Number one. I'd like to see him versus Ford Focus, I, but then yes. I don't know. I keep Ford Focus is such a great nickname, and Gable probably got me pissing off AJ Ferrari. I enjoy AJ Ferrari. Um, now I'm not picking him against Gable or anything insane like that, but I I thought Gable's <laughs> trash talk calling Ford Focus was totally hilarious. That was good. Um, I mean, it's <laughs> like how do you turn the cool the how do you turn the coolest name ever ever AJ Ferrari is maybe one of the coolest names of all time. Um, it's almost like an '80s action movie villain name um yeah but yeah he he somehow found a way to make it uncool turn him into a ford focus which is you know what mark bader drives a ford focus let's see what the problem is <laughs> oh throw mark bader under the bus jeez louise what's wrong with what's wrong with the ford focus i drive a 2006 I, dodge grand caravan while we're talking talking motors I actually wouldn't have known what a Ford Focus looked like unless you told me Mark Bader drives them. But I do know what Mark Bader drives, so I know I know what a Ford Focus is now. Yes. Anyway, it's a, it's a fine, fine American-made vehicle. 
Do you want to go to some some questions and, and get out of here? There's no tacos for Bracky and I today unless we make them our, ourselves. We're really the thing is yeah, about the Wednesday shows. We're not actually, we're not actually like hustling to get off to get tacos. It's like the the Wednesday show is kind of inherently shorter because you're kind of like you capped everything on the Tuesday show when everything is a little it's a little more thin, and we're never gonna just extend the show an hour and a half just to say we did an hour and a half. We're gonna you know pop off, and then Thursday you know you get get into preview mode. So. We're not really leaving to get tacos. It just happens to work out that tacos are there waiting for us on Wednesdays. So I don't want you to think a lot of questions. Yeah. Oh, well, most of them are people just agreeing with me about my Christmas story take. It seems to be. (laughs) I love how Chris is ignoring all the mentions that said they wanted to punch him in the face for his terrible take. (laughs) I, I, you know what? I learned long ago to tune out the haters. Uh, So. Yeah, I, I actually didn't yeah. see those. All you, are, you, are, you are 100% doing that. Um, also, yep. someone, someone in Facebook yesterday had a good um, had a good suggestion for when we do these pick'em contests. Um, I believe it was Jed Cox. He said, uh, next time you guys have a pick'em contest, if Piles loses, he has to eat a slice of ham, and if Ben loses, he has to eat mashed potatoes. Oh, puke. Okay. I will not participate in said <laughs> contest. You'll oh, puke. my gosh. That you hate them that much? They're gross. Ew. Oh my gosh. Do you like beets? Beets are like so much worse. Uh, you know what? I actually really like beet juice. It's good for you too. I know it's good for you. I've tried so many times different versions of beets because I know they're so good for you, but I I can't do it. I draw the line. Bracky doesn't even know what a beet is outside of farm. Bracky doesn't eat vegetables, basically. No. No. Okay. So let's go to some questions. Um, so Kyle mm-hmm. Snyder, the first one is, uh, so Kyle Snyder looks, it's not the first one, but Kyle Snyder looks about as healthy as can be, right? He looked, he looked great against Ty Walls yesterday. Um, I mean, I don't, I don't think a tech fall. I mean, when I saw that Kyle was wrestling, I assumed he was 100% healthy. I know we kind of had a, a temporary freak out when he got injured against Kyvin, but Basically, that day, it came out that he was okay and that it was just like an ankle thing. So, yes, fortunately, Captain America not injured. The uh, Jaden-Kyle Snyder showdown can still happen at, at trial. So, uh, that was uh, good to see. Um, oh, I guess we should – we didn't talk about Bajrang Zane. Did you get to watch it, Ben? I did. This morning I watched it. Uh, very impressive performance by Zane. Um, and I, I, one of the things I love about Bajang is how much he competes and we, we've, we've discussed that. Um, but damn, I mean, he was in Austin on Saturday, so they had to take a flight on Sunday and really there's just Monday in between, you know, so that was, a, that was a really, really quick turnaround, but he looked like he had nothing for Zayn. I mean, Zayn put the pressure on him. He was even in on a couple more shots than what he scored on, um, where I thought, you know, he he was close to getting other scores and Bajrang didn't really come all that close to getting any scores on Zane. No, he didn't. Uh, he got in. There, there were a couple of times where Zane was on shots. You're like, okay, maybe he'll turn this into points, but really it was never real that all that close. I don't know what to make that given that we just saw how good Bajrang looked Friday 
Was it too much of a turnaround? I mean, when was the last time Bajrang had competed outside of the 150? And then, boom, you get four really tough matches in like a two, three-day yeah. span. Factor in travel. I don't know. To, to me, I don't think a 6-0 is really representative of where those two actually are in comparison to each other. So I kind of give Bajrang a little bit of a pass in terms of how bad he got beaten. But yeah. I'm not going to – I'm not going to D or – discredit that's the word the the win for zane just because he did compete because he took he mean he took the mat right so i thought it was a really impressive win and muddies the waters even further with you know team usa 65 kilograms although maybe it actually cements things because zane was the guy things. really oh yeah but it's also so, so the one thing i think wow it cements things you know um and then, but on the other hand, I think, man, I still think Yanni and Jo could go with Zayn. I mean, so I, I'm very split because when I watched it, I'm like, holy crap, Zayn's really good. Uh, but then I'm like, well, is he going to kill uh, Yanni and Jo? And I don't feel like that. But maybe, maybe Zayn is taking that step to the next level. Yeah, I'm. Uh... It'll be interesting once everyone's down to weight and stuff. I think that's going to be a, a factor too, because I thought Zane looked really big. I, I don't know what the weight was, or I don't even know if they announced the weight for for this. But I thought Zane looked pretty healthy. Hey, who's that? Is that I Mayor forgot Humdinger? to lock the door. <laughs> oh my gosh! What a beast! Oh my gosh! Sorry, there's, guys. There's been. It's okay. Um, so yeah, I thought, I thought Zane looked a little big there, uh, at the weight. I, I, so I would, <laughs> I don't know what he's saying. I'm getting distracted. Talk about um, yeah. Talk about Zane more. No, I thought he looked big and strong and really in the hand fight it, it, every time he, it seemed like he did a good job of getting Bajrang to like over pursue and like start yeah. reaching and then. I think Zane has really underrated speed to the leg and he was able to like change level and dart in really quickly yeah, and he finished some and he didn't that. finish, didn't finish other times. But I thought that was a very impressive, like he, even the first period, I kind of felt like, okay, Bajrang's going to kind of wait. I could, I could see that happening. But early in the second period, I was like, I don't, I just don't think Bajrang has any answers for Zane right now. I thought Zane just no answer. really dialed in. Yeah, he didn't, he and didn't. And Bajrang usually wears people uh, out, and it didn't look like Zane was even slightly tired at the end of the match. I mean, his cardio looked great. Um, so that really makes me want to see Zane in a tournament of some sort with other high level guys to see uh, is this an anomaly or did Zane go to the next level? I mean, it's it, one of those answers is true. Yeah, I I think it's I think it is neither anomalous, nor has Zane jumped like a, a level. I think it's like I don't think it's an anomaly that he beats Bajrang, and I don't think that the Bajrang win necessarily means he's like in a new strata. I think if he wrestles Jo or Yanni, I think it's a super close match. I I just don't see any scenario where, um. Th those are blowouts, right? Now we've seen yeah. Jo. Yeah, he's, I agree. 
So that's why I think it's it's neither actually. And yeah, you bring neither. up the pace is funny. Yeah, I don't think it's an anomaly that he beat him, and I don't think he's jumped like significant levels. I think those guys. But are, you want to put Bajrang said it has to be one of the two, doesn't it? No, I not in my opinion. You may think so. What do you think, Racky? No, uh, I don't think that so whatsoever. Because, like Ben said, we just saw Bajrang wrestle three really hard matches, and they have to travel to state college, and they have to get ready to go against a guy that's fresh. Um, so I don't know how much weight you put in that match. Uh, I don't know what the weight was. We we never get weights for these things. I don't know either. Um, so I don't know what the weight was, and like styles make matchups, and Yanni for whatever reason gives Zane fits. They always have crazy matches. Um, I don't think he's jumped levels. I don't think we're just gonna go see him blow out Yanni, uh, time they wrestle or even Jo. Um, and if only we just had a tournament at 150 pounds. Uh, where he could have wrestled three or four guys, like, yeah, that would have yeah, been nice. It would have been, and, and now we're not going to see that happen for um, quite a while. Correct. Um, so yeah, I think it's funny you bring up the pace thing because we're. I was watching. Katie was watching with me. She's like, Zane looks tired. I was like, he's not tired. He doesn't. I don't know if I've ever seen him get tired in him. Yeah, he definitely did not get tired. Uh oh. Christian froze. Kyle, are you still there? Oh no, he's frozen. Sorry, I was on a different. Look at that face. Frozen. Uh oh. <laughs> uh oh. Ozzy's back too. We're having, we're having a rough show. Oh man, that's a this, funny. Uh... That's a funny phrase or a funny face to be frozen on. All right, let's uh, let's. I'll get into some questions here. I'll I'll look through the doc. Um, EJ Newton says all Christmas movies suck. Mashed potatoes are the best. Uh, all Christmas movies do not suck. <laughs> Terrible take. What's um? Let's see. Oh, I think Piles mm-hmm. is back. Maybe. Are you back? No idea what happened. Froze. My one of my Chrome browsers just closed completely, but my other one had two open. The other one stayed open, mm-hmm. so I don't know what what happened there. Apologies. Um, but I guess we moved on to talk Christmas movies again. <laughs> Well, I was just, I was looking for another question and EJ Newton said, all Christmas movies suck. And I said, that's not true. It's just not true. There's some good good ones. Okay. Um, Zach Attack Ronis, probably his real name. Uh, What's, what's (laughs) with all the NC State for slamming their opponents into things? Hayden is slamming Anthony Valencia into the ground. Trent is breaking TVs. Now, Apparently, Tariq Wilson I, – I missed this. Didn't like what the scoreboard was saying at the Nittany Lion. Because um, Hayden almost ran – or actually ran – who did he wrestle? Oh, Bergy into Bergie. the into the team. Didn't break, but he did run into it. Hey, was that competitive or no? I was at practice, so I did not see that one. I watched Jane and Bajrang this morning. Well, I, I thought I thought Bergy looked really solid. I just think Hayden is just, you know – that's a guy that he's going to contend for world team spots. So I don't think Bergie's there, but I mean, if you're a Penn state fan, you're feeling like, okay, Bergie's not winning a title this year, but he looked like he can contribute at, at 157 for sure. But yeah, he's not, yeah. he's definitely not going to be a tier one probably guy, but he's got some things he can do that makes him really interesting. Yeah. 
Um, How about okay. by the way, three for six? Probably wasn't competitive. I'm guessing also. Well, <laughs> I thought I didn't think it would be, and Tariq started. He got the first takedown, and every time it looked like, okay, Nickley's about to run away with this thing. He's about to do it. Tariq Wilson would get another takedown and make it close again. Not close. Mm. After after a while, it was like a four to six point range, but um, yeah, I definitely thought that Nickley was going to tech Tariq Wilson, and that did not happen. So good job by Tariq Wilson. But yeah, Nick Lee did did in fact win win the match. Someone asked, um, would Flo be interested in getting Odaguru to compete in one of the events? Man, oh, that would be I awesome. I think he's he's so dang good. Uh I don't I can't remember if we've looked in getting Japanese wrestlers here in the past, but I think they're they're not super travely right now. So I think that yeah, would be think, an obstacle, yeah. but relative like that. Dude, his match versus Bajrang that one year was so awesome. It was fantastic. Yes, it was very good. I think I think he'd be an awesome guy to to have in one of these events, and there will not always be a global pandemic going on, so we'll be able to do it. Not always. Okay, one more Sometimes question. Sometimes not. <laughs> uh, um. This one is for Ben Askren. Which college wrestler do you think would do well and succeed in MMA? Oh, um, yes. I when people ask me these questions, I always think like if there if there's a good if they're a good Division One wrestler, high level, and even even lower than that, um, and they decide to actually try to work hard at MMA, I'm always shocked if they don't succeed. Like even even Ed Ruth, who was like a top ten guy in Bellator, like it's shocking that he didn't do better. Um, you know, and Bubba Jenkins had a really solid career, but again, shocking he didn't do better. Um, so you know, ob- the the obvious, the very, 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 very obvious is Gable Stevenson. He could be an animal, but it sounds like he's going to go to WWE. I think what he could do, he could kind of do what Brock did, but since he's yeah. much younger, it'll work out much better. Go be, go do WWE for a minute. Get, raise your stocks so when you come over to MMA. You both get paid a lot and you get the high level fights right away and then do kind of the back and forth thing that Brock did a little bit. Yeah, I don't know why he wouldn't do that. I mean, well, other than the obvious reasons you wouldn't want to do MMA and you want to get punched in get, the face. Like, yeah, that may not be advisable. Although I think he, I can see him being very difficult to hit. Um, yes. Yeah, he seems like an absolute stud for, for MMA. So I mean, like one that. of the things when, when I think about heavyweight wrestlers that is just kind of like if they do this well, they're going to be good. And obviously, I you never know if they're going to enjoy getting punched, not enjoy getting punched. They're going to not mind getting punched, but if they move their feet well. If a heavyweight wrestler can move his feet well also, they're going to crush it in MMA. You think obviously Daniel moved his feet well, um, and there you know there's other people. But at that weight class, if you can wrestle and you can move your feet, you're going to have a lot of success. Gable's maybe his number one attribute is his foot movement and how it works out. he gets his hands and he gets his hands and feet to work in concert so well. So I think, yeah, he would do fantastic. And I think it's pretty obvious too. Um, um, someone called I, my you know, Christmas story. What? Wait, I want to talk about more MMA fighters. No, oh, I thought you were done. Oh no. Yeah. The other one I'm very excited to see. Uh, I have a whole bunch. Uh, Sebastian Rivera. We've obviously heard, 
the rumor that he likes uh, Frankie Edgar or they've been buddies or I don't recall what, what the relationship there is. Um, but I think he's going to be outstanding if he puts his mind to it, which I think he is. How do you feel about yeah, that? What one? about Nicky left? Nick Suriano. He, he told me he don't want to fight. I'm not going to, he's, he, he's not going to fight. Now I'm going to throw one more at you and you're going to enjoy this. I know you are. Because of their love for breaking stuff, I nominate Trent Hidley to also fight mixed martial arts, and he will also be outstanding. I don't know if he wants to or at all, but he should. Yeah, he seems like – well, he literally punches himself before, during, and after matches. Yeah. So, obviously, he's not uh, afraid of, of contact. Yeah, no, that's a great idea. Well, I, mean, I don't know if it's a great yeah. idea. I just want wrestling. It's wrestling, a great idea. But, <laughs> but he would – He'd be a sensation. I could see it. I could see him having yeah, a I, good career. Now he's got Ed Ruth there to maybe he could serve a mentor into yeah. the fight game, take what he learned and apply it. I could see it. Yeah. I mean, it's always nice. It's really nice that we're getting most of our best wrestlers to uh, to continue to wrestle. But we do need to have a few good representatives that go over and beat people up just to, to continue to prove that uh wrestlers wrestling is the best martial art on planet earth yes i agree with that um love the wrestling supremacy in all realms okay why don't we why don't we get the heck out of here anyone else seeing anything you want to get to before i just wanted to i just want to mention Tariq wilson he tweeted last night he said uh, P.S. at Nindy Line Wrestling Club. Sorry about the TV, but us at Pack Wrestle are known for wrecking those things. Charge it to the game. Charge <laughs> it to the game. There you go. That's great. There you go. Invoice the game, Nindy Lion, for your TV. Okay, and this funny thing was the TVs were not particularly close. It was, it was a seek and destroy type of situation. They they just got it in their sights and had after them. Okay. Well, hey. We won't be back until after Christmas Day, so we hope you guys have a great Christmas. We appreciate you guys tuning in. Hopefully, as you guys are going to do travel or do a well here Christmas, so you guys have to listen to while you guys are driving and traveling to family. We hope you have safe travels. Maybe you listen to our show. Maybe not. I don't know. We thank you so much for listening. We'll be back next Tuesday. We're back to high water. How back you've been after and I. Thank you. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.